motherfuckers into mixed martial arts. You can't be done talking to me right here facing me, <laughs> dummy. You couldn't draw money with a green crayon and a white piece of paper. Conceive, believe, achieve. Shut the f up. <laughs> Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. This is number one bullshit. Now you can only count the five. <laughs> hey, pussy, are you still there? I beat you after a weekend of cocaine. That's fucking illegal. <laughs> are you intoxicated? I'm not impressed by your performance. I'm not here to take part. We're here to take over. Love the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Extra MMA episode number 40. As always, I'm your host, Andrew, where I'm here joined by Cena. I'm joined here by Carlos, and we are doing what we do best. We are talking fights. And hey, we appreciate you checking us out. If you're hanging out here on Twitch, me and Cena are going to be keeping an eye on the chat so we can interact with y'all. If you're listening to YouTube or the audio version, remember we stream the live show every Sunday at noon Pacific time on twitch.tv forward slash extra Cena. And in case you missed it, this week, me and Cena had the opportunity to interview professional fighter Juan Adams. And it was such a fantastic conversation. Now, Carlos, you were not there for that conversation. Did you get a chance to uh, listen to it? Did you get, what do you think? Give us some props, right? I, Blow up our ego. I did. I think, I think, uh, well, it was a great interview. He did, he did, uh, he's a lot better spoken and a lot more introspective than I realized he was. I, I didn't know if he, uh, he was such a smart dude. He's multi-faceted really? just as a human being. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, I, I like uh, a lot of the things that he touched on. I, you know, it's a good perspective, I thought. And uh, it's interesting what he does next, just based on... Uh, Definitely. Just, it was a rough go in the UFC for him. You know I mean? It was... Uh, but he, it, he seemed very open about it, too. Like, I felt like yeah. sometimes you can almost go like the Ronda route and kind of want to avoid talking about it. But he, I mean, he realized what, what was up. There, there, there's a... For me, because I'm a little bit older than you guys and a little bit older than sure. most fighters, I like when there's certain things that human beings, especially men, because I'm a fucking troglodyte. <laughs> when, when, when you arrive at some of the same conclusions as some people that are maybe older or more experienced, but you do so in your own terms and on your own methodology, yeah. you know? And so one of the things that I think is huge, talked about getting help and therapists. I, I, I talked to you guys about that before. I think that's huge because it's the, the stigmas that people have with some of those conversations are very much they're a misnomer. You know, if you need if you need to lose weight, you get on a diet. You know, there's no there's no shame about that. If you need to, go to, to get in better shape, you go to the gym. If you need to learn English, you go to an English. You go to, you need to learn Spanish, you go to Spanish. Teacher. Well, what about when you are struggling with some of those thoughts that there's no books for? that you don't necessarily talk to anybody about. And if you do talk to somebody, is that advice, quality advice? It's, it's well-rooted and well-intended, but that's what I think therapy is really important for people to consider. You know, it's, a, it's not, no one's crazy because everyone's crazy. And you know how you find that out? When you realize that everybody has their own version of craziness that they're trying to deal with. And so a perspective of a therapist is great. And, and, and just to bounce off of that one more thing, uh, just for anybody that heard that and appreciated what he said about getting therapy and growing in that regard, therapy is like a diet or an exercise program. People go, well, I went to therapy once, didn't do shit. Well, the same thing would happen if you dieted for one day. <laughs> you gotta fucking, you gotta go. And maybe the first or second or third person is not right for you. You know, I'm not, I'm not discounting Boy. that. But you have to find the right person and stick to it. Give yourself a timeline and then see how you feel. You know what I mean? You know, it's, fun, it's funny you say that, Carlos, I interrupt. You know, my mom said that to me because I, I did therapy about three years ago. And my mom actually... Yeah, move your the mic just slightly away. Sorry, I don't interrupt. Just move no, the mic no, no. slightly away. Good looks, good looks. Thank Perfect. you. So, because yeah. um, I think all three of us in here have done therapy, right? I, okay, so when I did therapy, my mom said the same thing. She's like, Cena, um, just don't, you know, this is going to be good for your mental health. Don't give up. Whoever you have, just keep trying. You get used to the therapist. Little did she know, for me, that didn't apply to, because it doesn't matter who is sitting there. If some, if a human being's on that chair, I'm talking my ass off. So it didn't really matter for me what therapist I had. But as long as someone was sitting there and letting me talk and listening, it felt good. But to what you said, Carlos, I really didn't, like, for me, I'm sitting here listening to you. Part of me wants to agree because I've been through it. 
But before I get to your conclusion, I also advise our audience or anybody listening, fight first. Don't just go to therapy and say, I'm depressed. Fight. Fight and show your toughness first. And if you really think it's hard, go to therapy. But therapy shouldn't just be an excuse where just everybody, if you're just dealing with any hard problems, come talk. I get it. That's what it's for. But fight. Fight a little bit, you know? Well, well I think it's a combination. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, before you get into your point, you Carlos, therapy, before you get into your point. The tools to fight. Yeah. Before you get into your point, Cena, uh, your mic is still a little hot. Can you try turning the dial down in front of you? The, on the microphone, on the microphone. The it should have a dial, right? Yeah. Or does it not? Yeah, try turning that just a little bit down. What about now? Okay, now talk. Yo. Keep, keep. Yo. I think that might sound better. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going and, um, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt the flow. No, 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 keep, keep doing that. that. No, because we need to fix this. Keep doing that. If it... It's still kind of hot. I don't know what it is, dude. Here, watch. Let me try this. Are you, where, yeah. are you using an extension for it? It's just a straight up USB mic that's plugged into his computer, right? Also, it doesn't have an XLR. What about now? No. What about now? It should, I mean, the mic he has should just be plug and play. It really should yeah, be that simple. Keep it, talking to him. It is. It's that simple. That's why I thought it was. I spent $100 on this. Now I've been running into this issue all along. Uh, it's just technical. What if you set it on the table without moving it? Because I think maybe the movement. What about now? What about now? Is that better? Uh, it might be. It might be. Yeah, I think so. What about now? You gotta keep talking. Yo, what you about now? Is that better? Do I just have to keep talking? I will not stop talking, no matter what. No, that's better. That's yeah. better. It's just there's a little bit of an interference with something. I don't know if you have any other device uh, that's uh, processing near it or something like that. I think I think you're right. Stream. I think you're right, Carlos. I can't lift it off the ground. I think that's that might be part of it. That's too. fucking with the interference. Is it? Is it still going on right now? Do you guys hear it? Like, it's still a little hot, but it's definitely significantly better. Okay, so I'll just keep that it like this and talk like this. Yeah. How's that sound? Okay, yeah. That's better. Fuck, I'm heated. I'm, I'm sorry, we, I completely interrupted for that. Sorry, I don't know where exactly where we're at. Um, no, we're just oh, like, Cena, you're talking about fighting. No, we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about therapy. I'm just saying fight. Don't yep. just don't just go, oh, I need therapy because I'm going. It needs to be a combination of both, and I do agree because therapy yes. is very beneficial. But before you get, don't go to the therapist table. And you just, hey, I quit. I need help. Can you give me some answers? No, go there, so I gave it my all, I couldn't do it, and I, I could use some help. You know what I mean? That's my perspective on him. Good. Well, that, and also, like, uh, he also touched on uh, the motivational stuff, right? Uh, the, how he, how yeah. he got himself out of the funk and how he, uh, he overcame the, uh, the embarrassment that he felt, basically, right? From, sure. from, from the... the uh, shame. The He's he was, we were talking about shame. Yeah, yeah shame, shame, right. And uh, that's really near and dear to my heart because my father-in-law, that's, that's his bread and butter. My, far, my father-in-law is an author and his co-author. That's cool. Also, uh, yeah, yeah, they're both motivational speakers. But one of the main things that, on one of their books, one of the main things that they speak about is that you could rewire your neuropathy, right? So what you can do is within 60 seconds of a negative thought about a performance aspect of your life, like let's say you're playing basketball, right? And you missed a shot. Within... Within, within a certain amount of time, say 60 seconds, of you saying, fuck, why do I always fuck everything up? Or why do I always miss that fucking three, that three shot from that corner or whatever it is, right? You have a, a certain amount of time to turn that same thing into the content doesn't change, but how you repeat it to yourself does. And you make it a positive. Because they believe that you can affect your brain chemistry with negativity. Which means that if you can overrule that negativity on the spot, it doesn't fester and it turns into positivity. One of the things we hear about all the greats is that they turn the negative into a positive. Well, I have to train harder. I have to, you know what I mean? So it, like for me in golf, right? God damn it, again into the fucking woods. What, man? You've hit thousands of shots dead straight. You hit thousands. And that's a fact. But it's easier to harp on the shitty shot I just hit into the trees right then, right? And so it's, it's really interesting, again, for me to watch people arrive to the same ideas that I've arrived at at my age in a different method. method you know? But it's really cool that, that it's, you start seeing that success requires, in any different facet of life, success requires the same ingredients. That's pretty freaking cool. I think it is. I agree. It's all about, and that's just the key, it's all mindset. Like, 
a lot of people in my life, I would even say 99.9% .9 of people I know, you know, outside of you guys and a couple of my family, live their lives the wrong way. And I mean, like, like just like it's all about mindset. For some reason, they don't see these things, Carlos. They don't see... They don't have like you you always talk about your fighting spirit and like being a man's man being a real man being raised the right way that's like what you hold your hat on carlos a lot of people in our generation that andrew and i andrew and i's peers you know they just don't relate and i've always struggled with that it's a mindset thing and that that's really what dictates life is it's all a mindset thing now in terms of juan adams i think he has a a very tough road back we can't he's our friend i like him he's my favorite fighter because he's the most personal fighter I've ever met. He has a tough road back. However, I do think he's a great wrestler. I think he has the base and the skill set to do it, and he definitely has the camp to do it. He could do it. He really could. I think when in terms of his case, why he is where he's at, I think it's just mental like lapses, maybe under pressure. I do think his skill is really good. I'm not even like, there's no way. I see some of these heavyweights out right now. Like, um, that. who's the old guy that we watch? Alexi Olini. Andrew, remember him? Well, yeah, uh, I, I would agree with you in any other uh, weight class. In heavyweight, he has time. I think he can turn it around. No, I agree with you. Yeah, exactly. I do too. And I think like, yeah, like he's super young. he could beat up guys like Alexio Lini. I think like he could beat Greg Hardy if he uses his wrestling and controls the octagon. It's very simple. He has the skill set to actually neutralize Greg Hardy. I think it was just more so a mental lapse. But he's probably a more skilled fighter than Greg Hardy. So And he, has, and he can improve. He has the he right mentality for for improvement i agree some people some people don't have an improvement but here's the thing maybe maybe he finds that he's a he's not like any other fighters he's more educated and more self-aware of the world most fighters are delusional yeah. you have to be delusional to yeah. be in the sport he's not delusional and whether that's good or bad for the sport it's 100 going to be good for his life in the long run yeah. yes yeah. great point great point cena that was, that was great that was great i did not even know i had that in my in me <laughs> all right let's get into this guys so, UFC 250, it was held right here in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Apex Center. Um, real quick, we're going to touch on a prelim fight. Uh, the feature prelim fight, Alex Caceres, Bruce Leroy, defeated in uh, unanimous decision, Chase Hooper. I just feel like we got to bring this up. Chase no, Hooper, this kid, I like this, this kid. I'll Me be too. honest. Me too. He's 20 um, years old. Gotta give it up. Listen, man. Striking needs a lot of work. He, he, yes, yes. Here's the thing. That, that style will work for a long time in the regional pro-am circuit. Sure. But, but, but the striking, he needs to really, in my opinion, get to work. And, and, and I've never seen that guard-pulling shit go far in, in the high levels of MMA. No, I agree with you. All, all that shivity-boobity trickery grabbing. The that does not shit. work. It, this is it not seems like a last resort. man. You know, like, you're not just going to fucking monkey roll into a toehold, man. Like, what the fuck are we? I mean, I love him, though, because he's young and he's super nice and he's enthusiastic. He's clearly talented, but you got to learn to fucking use your hands. I mean, and, and talk about having the wrong person in front of him. Alex was like loose yeah. and snappy, finding the end of his punches on every. We, my wife and I, dude, we were hearing some of this because it's so silent. Right? Yeah, I agree. I was actually, it's so great. Two weeks ago, I was, I was talking about how I love the sound and the sound. No, last night was too much sound. You know what I mean? There was no, a yeah. couple of fights. There was a couple of fights where I was like, oh my God, that's too many. Like, I think Chase took more shots than some people take in a whole year's worth of training. <laughs> and the thing is, he's 20, so he could do it. But like you said, he, he, you can't last that forever. And like, when, what if his chin deteriorates when he's 24, 25, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to have to really get to work. But it was a very entertaining fight, though. I mean, it's a great fight. I, listen, I like Chase Hooper. He's the youngest fighter in the UFC roster, right? We're talking about a first loss. It was his first loss. Now, granted, I watched this fight before yeah. this, and he was supposed to lose that fight, too. He somehow pulled it off. Listen, yeah, you watched that too, Andrew. Listen, about this style, Carlos, I have to agree with you 100%. Listen, there's no, number one, there's no quickness and there's no acceleration to his game. He's very flat-footed, and he just doesn't know what to do on the feet. So he needs to grab a hold of the opponent to initiate his offense. And in between that time frame, he sustains probably a lot of shit ton of damage. You know, that, in my opinion, <laughs> and it's funny because we can all agree on one thing. You said Alex Caceres was loose. 
Yeah, but that's a 20-year-old he looked loose against. Alex Caceres is not doing that against anybody else. You know, he used to be kind of good in, back in the day, you know, after GSP's Ultimate Fighter show, but I, he's 15 and 12. I don't think he's where he was in his career. You know, yeah, he's, he's only 28. He's dedicated. Oh, wow. He is. Yeah, he's, he's still young. He's in good No, no, you're right. 31. You're right. He is 20. That's I mean, very young. I, I was impressed. I was impressed. Yeah. I normally, I've never been a fan of his. I Me neither. I don't like and all that shit. Yeah, I don't like that either. But I think he was school plus. Bro, uh, and again, I, I know I keep going back to my wife, but no one else comes to watch my my. <laughs> I basically have to like hold her hostage and be like, "You sit there and we're watching this goddamn fight, and we gotta talk about it." Animated. That's love. <laughs> that is love. Yeah, that's love. You found the right wife. Same thing. Even after, even after the fight, like the way he spoke, even my wife was like, she was walking by, she's like, "What? That kid actually? He's grown up." You know what I mean? Like he's, he was a lot better in terms of like, he wasn't, he didn't paid, he didn't try to get promo-y. Do you, do you guys think, I have a question for both of you. Do you guys think uh, Chase Hooper's little Ben Askren Jr. nickname fits him? I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm in. I'm fucking in. And, and the way they, they play it up on Twitter is great. Yeah, did, you see, did you guys see Ben Askren yeah. with this morning? <laughs> No, I did. He said something about uh, Chase being his junior or something, right? Yeah, we need to work on that double leg. Yeah. Take everybody to the ground or something. Yeah. Oh, wait. Another thing about his game. Chase does Chase, Chase doesn't shoot for takedowns. He goes for That's trips. What I'm saying. He goes That's for what trips I'm or pulls guard. Which means he should learn how to dirty box like Randy Couture. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do, right? You're trying to clench me up and wrap me up and drag me down against the cage. You should have those little short punches like Randy used to mix up. You know what I mean? To be able to get the motherfucker down to the ground. And no kicking whatsoever. No checking of kicks whatsoever. No goddamn jab. No, he literally just takes pain and moves forward. <laughs> I mean, I like him, but I really think he should go to a uh, striking-centric camp. He's never going to stop improving jiu-jitsu. Obviously, he's very talented. So I think he needs like a... a, a, a you think a are you Trevor, sure about that, Carlos? A Trevor Whitman guy. A Trevor Whitman guy. A Farasa Sahabi guy. Somebody that uh, boy that likes to make that transition striking. Okay, uh, Carlos, but you think you should go to a, a striking centric camp, or you think you should just get a better striking coach? Well, I'm not sure where he trains out of. I'm guessing back east. He looks like a New York guy. Do you guys know? I don't know. I just I want him to I want him to improve his. At the same time, Carlos, you also alluded to the fact that he has a lot of holes in his grappling. His takedown attempts, uh, his dirty boxing, his clinch game—a lot of—he needs to work on a lot of things, not just striking, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. He fights out of Washington. I don't know if there's if that helps. Well, that's why I say transitional striking. Because in my opinion, he doesn't have enough time to learn. He's already the UFC, right? Yeah. So he doesn't have the time to go become a pure wrestler or a pure striker. He needs to learn to punch his way into a takedown. Okay, so that's fair. Just go, that's actually fair. fair. He can he can go and do pure boxing or do pure wrestling in my opinion. There's just no time for that. Unless you're gonna become GSP and train year round and on your own time do those things. Which he, which everybody should be doing, by the way. You're professional well, yeah, fighters. Yeah, maybe, but you know, to this day GSP's still not married, doesn't have kids. That's actually his problem. That's why he retired in the first place, is he, he was nervous about his life. Right. Sorry, go ahead. No, but it's not just it's not just having the time, it's also developing the skill set. To find a woman mm -hmm. and to make that shit happen. I mean, there's a difference between banging some fight group and actually getting somebody married up with and having kids with them and making coffee with them at their morning, you know? Mm -hmm. So Chase Hooper. To, catering to you. So Chase Hooper, to go back to this, right? Uh, he fights out of combat sports and fitness. Um, from what I'm looking at on the research, he is the only UFC fighter Where that fights that? out of this place. Combat force. It's in. It's like a mom shop. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's in Unumqua, Washington. I've never heard of this hey, town. Hey, it's, hey, hey! The address is highway. To each his, to, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's parked her up there. Okay. Yeah, to each his own. I think we can safely say he could go to an elite. <laughs> yeah, he could go to a mediocre camp. It's easy. Centric camp. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Okay, let's move on. Let's get into the main card. Let's get into the main card. Because the main card was much more exciting. The main card opened with Sugar Sean O'Malley with the first round KO over Eddie Wineland. Carlos got Wow, Eddie. Sugar Carlos, Sean. What did you think as a striker, Carlos? What did you think of of Sean striking, especially his kicks that he just threw so, out of nowhere? So he he crossed over last night. I had the same moment in Conor McGregor, right? 
I didn't believe in Connor <laughs> until he outkicked Dennis Seaver. Even though Dennis Seaver's in the back nine and he's older, a very decorated kickboxer, professional kickboxer. And Connor outkicked him. Fucking leg kicked him. He fucking kicked him in the liver. And I was like, okay, well, that's fucking legit. Last <laughs> night, what Sean did to a veteran, a guy that's been in there for a long time, I think six years. No, what Eddie won is a power puncher. Yeah, he's and he's been and he's been an MMA. For, I mean, I think his record's like. Yeah, he got knocked out by Hennon Burrell. He fought Hennon Burrell in his prime. It's insane, man. So that I thought, and the fashion that he did it in, this kid blew it. First of all, he said that the corona didn't affect him because that's how he lives anyway. He don't like a lot of people and he don't like doing a lot of shit except making videos and training. And smoking <laughs> at home in the privacy of his home. No, I fuck with in him. Montana. Yeah, in yeah. buttfuck Montana. He flew in, calm, collected, ready. Fucking, it did work. <laughs> he barely broke a sweat. By the way, he barely broke a sweat Axe. last time. And he fought three goddamn rounds. You know? That was amazing. That was just like, that's, that's what we need. He, I see him as a superstar. I think he's, if he keeps getting this kind of results, man, he's going to be a superstar because he's original. He's not, not gimmicky. That's so, who that dude is. So I agree with you. He is the next superstar. Um... Now, I liked one thing I saw last night that, I, that stuck out to me. My man gained weight. He was not a stick. He gained a little bit of weight, and I love how young he is. In two, three years, he will be filled out. But... Is it 24? Yes, sir. 25. 26, 26. But with that being said, guys... 25. With that being said, and I know he talked about his grappling... Eddie Wineland, I first thing I saw when I saw this fight, I thought, Sean, if you know what I loved about his striking... His footwork and movement were perfect. He was moving out of Eddie's strong hand at the right time to the point where Eddie barely threw. He tried cutting him off and landed one clean punch. Eddie did not throw anything because Sean circled, 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 weak side, moved, circled, circled, circled at the right time, moved. I thought his IQ of his positioning of the ring, especially in a small octagon, was off the charts. I thought his the way he threw out kicks from close range or long distance at a moment's notice was insane. And I thought that that was the hardest, second hardest walk-off punch I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Mark Hunt had the first. But I do say I will say one thing. This dude whipped it, slept him, and walked two steps forward and just didn't even, just like Carl oh, said, yeah. didn't even smile. Just the same face before the fight and after he did the fight. But again, as, as soon as he touched him with his knuckle, his knuckle snatched out the soul. Yeah, he knew it. But he guys, like, guys, guys, fine. before before also we call him a superstar, mine, walk away. before we call him a superstar, Carlos, do you think? Don't you want to see him against that wrestler, that grappler, the guy that will test your cardio, the guy that will put you against the fence? If he could beat one of those guys, I'm on board. I mean, I'm yeah, yeah. But he said his grappling's better than his, his grappling's just as good as his striking. So we'll see. This, this was a step up in competition. And now he's looking at really getting a motherfucker. Now he's getting a motherfucker. You're right. Now well, that's he's a good thing. This was, you, you had a good appearance, yeah. right? You're getting more and more uh, credit to your name. And no hurt. You do another week of rest and you can start training back up and you're ready to go at a time where they're looking. Listen, I know we're going to get into it a little bit, but. Just by looking at next week's fucking abortion of a card, we can know that there's some slim pickings for fighters out there right now. Yeah, you that's, know, the, that's a big problem. The big, the big guys are holding out for more. And there's, no, there's no guaranteed pay-per-view. There's no gate. Money. Sean O'Malley even said he wants $100,000. Andrew, do you think he deserved? Would you give him $100K? Because he said he earned 50 k Guy is a superstar. I think fighters oh, I are going to start attacking Dana White now. I think Dana White's getting railed on all sides right now. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Yes, I, I don't think. I mean, damn, everybody's just asking for more money. This dude's trying his best to put on fights. Like, I don't know what to think. Shit's a mess right now. Shit's really a mess. I, look, man, I think this is good. Dana should be stressed right now because he's the one that set up the structure of fight, duking it out in public. All right. And what I'm going to say is I saw a video of him addressing this last night. I do too. And this is, this is the problem that I have with it, is that on their one hand, he says, look, we just negotiated with Masvidal, and we did a five-five deal or something, and he was happy as fuck. Now he wants more money. Well, guess what? I agree with that, right? 
but in the same fucking sense and we also did it with john jones really did you address the specific possibility of him fighting at heavyweight and what are the differences between john jones the light heavyweight and your new employee john jones the heavyweight oh if you i don't agree have an answer to that if you don't have an answer to that you're mudding the waters motherfucker and therefore i don't feel shit you know now i do agree with a part where like like we said last week you have a contract be a fucking goddamn man and fight like you said you would well, for the amount of money you agreed to with we'll get into this more we'll get more into this something different like step up in weight specially that's a lot you can't put a price on how somebody feels that increases the risk to their safety or their well-being well here let's hold that thought because i think you bring up a lot of good points but we're gonna be talking about that in a little bit okay let's finish getting through this ufc 250 card yeah um, Sean O'Malley, Eddie Wyland, anything else you guys want to say before we move on to this next fight? Uh, well, 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 we gotta see Sean O'Malley versus Cody Garbrandt next. <laughs> I'm gonna get my hair like that. <laughs> so, uh, in the next fight, uh, in the, uh, 170-pound division, the welterweight division, we had Neil Magny with the unanimous decision over Anthony Rocco Martin. Um, I feel like it was a pretty typical Neil Magny fight. What'd you guys, did you think Neil Magny won it, Andrew? Do you think he deserved the knock? I was, bo- I was too bored to uh, be It was the attention. most boring fight of all time. But <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I mean. It was a typical Neil Magny fight. If you want to talk about the ultimate UFC career, to me, it's Neil Magny. Now, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to, I'm going to fight with minimal damage. I'm going to barely win all my fights. I'm going to still be fighting in the UFC. Now, I don't need to fight any killers. I fight good guys, get my rep up, get good money, barely win. That dude, Neil Magny, is, has got the second the uh, second string quarterback job of the UFC, in my opinion. That's a great analogy. <laughs> That's a great analogy, so you know. <laughs> I'm killing it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You are. I, no, I will say, Neil Magny did improve in one way in this fight. In Go only ahead. one way. Go ahead. He gave himself a nickname, the Haitian Sensation. Oh, that wow. is a phenomenal nickname. That is. But I have a question for both of you, because this is a trend in, in fights. Do you guys think if a fighter A barely wins the first two rounds it's a close two rounds but the fighter a barely wins and fighter b definitively wins 10-9 round three because that's exactly what happened and it seems like all the judges are going to give it to the guy that wins round three what do you think carlos i know you're leading towards that direction you got to put it on last uh, I, I, well i i think uh i think is the last part of judging i give a shit about fixing because it has to do with them not putting enough either work or effort into winning the fight so after we fix a million things that are wrong with judging and and refereeing and scoring then i care about okay you know what i mean like i I mean i see what you're saying but i want them to start let's let's work from uh relevance and priority right and if we can't get this fucking idiots to 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 understand the takedowns value and and kick value they should come out with value like predisposed values for all these moves at this point at this point i consider them uh completely completely lacking the capacity for nuance in mma so let's start with a simple (laughs) shit because they're simpletons (laughs) you know well I'm a simpleton too, so let's move on. <laughs> I'm done with this conversation. I'm sorry. I'm done with talking about Neil Magny. Uh, a much more exciting fight. Again, this card was the card for the band weights, especially this main card in the band weight division. Al Jermaine Sterling with a submission, first round, real na- rear naked choke over Corey Sanhagen. Guys, Aljo. Aljo, what's I, up? What's I, up? I, baby? Thought, I thought going into this fight, go ahead. I thought Corey Sanhagen would run through Aljamain Sterling. I really thought Sanhagen was going to blast this fool. But I learned my lesson. Never doubt Aljamain Sterling again. That's what that's I have beautiful. to say. It was awesome. It was awesome. I love those guys, man. Anybody that's friends with Matt Serra is okay with me. I agree. I like Matt Serra. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, a good guy. If you fucks with Longo and Sarah, I'm into it. By the way, don't really know a lot of people from the East Coast. But I dislike a lot of them. <laughs> Those guys I love. You know what I mean? Like they're they're so fucking awesome, dude. There's never. Do you see Carlos Andrew? Like do you guys think Aljamain yeah. Sterling? Both of you. Do you guys think Aljamain Sterling? This was pretty clearly said that who the winner of this fight gets the next bantamweight title shot. So now they said they're doing Jan versus Aldo. They might skip Aldo, but do you guys think Aljamain Sterling, both of you, has it in him to become the UFC champion of this division, or do you think he loses the next title fight? Yes. Great question. I was just about to ask you two that question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think he, um, I think he can do it. 
I agree. I absolutely think he you can think do he it. Can beat I will say it is interesting. I think he's also grown into his body, dude. I yes. Think he's getting like like his man body's like sitting in. Yeah. He, yesterday when he took that boy's back, and first of all, the way he tricked him, all right, he tricked him as if he was gonna, and as he's pulling him, first choked with the other hand, it and then fucking finished it. I fucked with that too, actually. I remember you. It was, and you know, I mostly prefer the striking arts, but that was amazing, man. I mean, he was, it, it was so slick. What about how he cut off his octagon movement, like right off the bat? He just cut him off in the octagon, the center of the ring, could control the whole distance and everything. Big. I almost want to say the bantamweight should fight in the smaller one. The one twenty-five pound division. Yeah, uh, thirty. Uh, in the smaller octagon. Oh, oh, in the smaller octagon. Yeah, facts. Wow. Yes, I like it. It's better. They, like I, I, in my opinion, the rest of it, it sometimes octagon a little big, and that kind of stalls the action. Yesterday with the bantamweight division, that octagon is the perfect base. I mean, I, I don't know, but you know, I, I was impressed with AJ, and I think. I think he could be champion. I agree, but you guys got to understand one thing. When he goes up against Peter Jan, the key there is if he needs to be able to put the pressure on him and find a way to get the takedown. Because how he put the pressure on Sanhagen yesterday, if he does that to Jan, he'll get clipped very hard. He'll get clipped. That's all I'm going to say. Now, I am rooting for Aljo. I think he deserves it. It would be cool to see him be champ. But this is going to be a crazy fight. I'm not. And also, by the way, I'm not ruling out Sam Hagen's comeback. You guys act like this man's done. Agreed. He's not done. He's going to be It's only his second loss. Yeah. It's only his second professional loss. And I think um, that was a mental. And loss. also, can I get it? Yeah. To follow up with your point, Cena, right? Um, I do think Aljamain could get or is absolutely deserving of the title fight, whether it's against Peter Yan, whether it's he slides in to take Jose Aldo's uh, place, because, right? It's not like he really broke all that much of a sweat. He's not going to be medically suspended for long. Um, but it's interesting, right? Because um, let's move on to the next fight, yeah. right? Cody Garbrandt with the second round uh, right hook at the buzzer beater of Rafael Sanko. But right, Aljo's the number one contender, but Kobe, Co uh, Cody was the co-main event. I feel like the placement on the card does kind of matter. And Cody wow. had such a spectacular no. knockout. He's a former champion. I, I don't think he deserves the next title shot by any means, but do I think it could happen? Nah. Definitely. I don't think Definitely. I don't think they could. Here's the thing: is you'd be right on one case. He's coming off a three-fight losing streak, so Absolutely. he does. He Absolutely. is going get. He's already back in that title conversation. That was probably the yes. best punching knockout I've ever seen in my life, which we're about to talk to talk about. <sighs> I nutted. Um, but that was so good. Yes. <laughs> be, be, okay, <laughs> Andrew. Goddamn it! You didn't have to follow it up with that. <laughs> no, but what I, I was gonna, what I was going to say, guys, is this: I think. I wouldn't rule it out, but I don't think Cody Garbrandt can beat Aljamain Sterling. I'd love to watch it. That, because yes, that's too. actually good. I don't know. I think, first of all, first of all, Cody Garbrandt could beat a fucking gorilla. No, you might, you might be right. Like that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> if a fucking brown bear gets stupid and Cody lands that punch on the brown bear, fuck that brown bear. You know I'll mean? tell you guys so this, though. I think Sean O'Malley would beat up Aljamain Sterling badly. I don't think that's a good matchup for Aljo. I think that's a, a grappler who could strike like that. That's such a high step up in competition for Sean, though. Is it? Is is Aljo? Is it? Sean is even ranked, bro. He's never fought a top 15. Based off what he did with, with uh, this dude, Wineland, last night, if Aljo pressed the pace like that, I don't know if he. I don't know. I don't know. Sean's 12 0. I know. 12 professional fights. True. What was the records? Aljamain's, uh, eight, Aljamain's eight, 18 and 3 and Sean's 12 and 0. 19 and 3 now. 19 and after 3. Last night. I think they're yeah. in the same conversation now. Okay, so I, so moving on to this this Cody Garbrandt fight because Andrew, you you're basically alluding to the fact that he is now once again a contender, and that this means now that this might be the most stacked division in the game, low key. Yeah, dude. Low key, there's so many question marks in this in this decision now. Oh, are we gonna forget about? Oh, wait, no, I was about to say it's the Beats 145. But out of all these guys, O'Malley, Garbrandt, <laughs> uh, Aljo, Sanjo. Who's your pick? Who's the best one? Who's the next champ? I think, I think we're all leaning Aljo. I think I, think, I, think I got to marinate on that for the next episode. I want to see Petra Jan again. For the first time, I'm saying some words I never thought I would say. I'm fucking stoked on that division. 
Bantamweight division too. That's crazy. I am stoked to that fucking division. What did you guys yeah. think about that punch? About what did you think about Cody Garbrandt's the way he looked, Andrew and Carlos? So I, yeah, let me start on this because I have never. Well, I've, it's not that I've never liked Cody, but right, I'm a huge Dominic fan, so I've always held bias against Cody Garbrandt because of what he did to. <laughs> You're Dominic. very open about and that. And Cody yes. looked like, yeah, no, and Co- Cody looked like that Cody last night. Um, I will say, I do think there's an asterisk on this fight for him. Not like a big asterisk, but right. Cody's problem is that he gets punched really hard and he sees red. He did a great job of controlling his emotions last night, but I know he never saying. got cracked. He never got cracked to kind of put himself in that situation to see how he would react. So, vintage Cody uh, performance so fast. I agree, Andrew. But we'll see. <laughs> Carlos, Go ahead, Carlos. Carlos is waiting. I see you. Got me doing He's chewing. Kata over here. <laughs> <laughs> why, do you, why do you disagree, Carlos? Because I kind of agree with Andrew. I think because you hit it on the nose. Not that I disagree. Is that the boy is short-sighted. That's where it goes in deeper. Okay. You're right. But he overcame that last night because the same part of 100%. his personality, the same part of his personality that gets punched and rushes or does something wild is the same part of his personality that was 100% tamed in the octagon for the first time last night. He could have gone for the kill before that. Yeah. He had he hurt him before. He, he was patient. Yeah. He didn't let his heart rate get jacked up and go fucking ape shit on this motherfucker. He was smart. Talked him. Yes, yes, him. but to, to and then and then he played awesome. He baited him. Mind you, though, guys. It, it was like it was like, look what I have right here. <laughs> Except with guys, though, a Sun Sao is a jiu-jitsu-based fighter whose whose striking has improved off the charts, no doubt. Technically, whatever you want to name it. But when you throw, there's a big difference in striking level and octagon control and footwork between a Sun Sao and O'Malley or one of or Sanhagen. I think Sanhagen's gonna get guard, yeah. Cody. I think they're gonna do Cody versus Sanhagen next. I really do. I, I, love I, that fight. I don't love that fight because I 100% agree with Andrew in the sense that this is my opinion on Cody Garbin. A lot of people won't like this because every, he's everybody's favorite fighter. So let's just, I'm going to say it straight up right now. He is going to be the best gatekeeper of all time. He is the most entertaining. He is the modern day, in my opinion, Chuck Liddell. Smaller weight class, great sprawling, the fastest hands wow. I've seen, crazy good hands. I don't see him ever retaining that championship level. I don't see him defending that belt. Because he only has his hands and he's a counter fighter. But I agree with you, Andrew. What do you do when Sean O'Malley kicks front kicks you in the face? Let's see, because you're out of kicking. You're out of punching range. So what do you do when you get hit by that type of striker? Not an Asensio. That was my only thing, and that's why I'm hesitant to say he's back. But I do think right now we'll see a little bit more consistency out of him. I think he's the best boxer in the UFC. As far as traditional boxer. Over over Conor McGregor? 100%. Hunter's an okay boxer, but he didn't grow up boxing the way Cody did. Really? Yeah, Cody grew up in a boxing gym. He has boxing fundamentals. Most of those guys... Connor's an amateur boxer, though. Most MMA guys dabbled in boxing, and they cherry-pick at boxing. They don't absorb all of boxing and then cherry-pick. They take techniques like they do Taekwondo, like they... A lot of them jiu-jitsu. A lot of them just learn some submissions and shit without ever really learning jujitsu. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think Cody, if he's not the best, he's one of the better boxers. I think I agree. what he needed for that boxing to shine on the, in the octagon was is to continue to conquer the part where he goes wild and he loses his temper and he allows his heart rate to dictate the game plan rather than the months of work he put in, which are lodged in his brain. Factual. I think that, that to me, that was what was the coolest thing about last night. And he's also only 26, 27. He's a young yeah. dude. So I think, I think that's why I'm excited about that division. I don't have one horse. I have one. I, I have a new division that has me super excited that I'm going to be paying attention to every top 10 match because they're all fucking great fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, it's, it, it's awesome, man. I, I mean, still said this, the I best like fighter, the, event. the best fighter in that division, I'll say to my, is Corey Sanhagen, in my opinion. I, I don't, I do not think Aljamain Sterling is better than him. I think that was a, I think this is Aljamain's time. I think you could see that in his mindset he was ready. I don't think Cody, I don't think any of these guys are on the level Sanhagen will be at in a couple of years. I think this loss he needed, though. That's my sure. opinion. Sure. Well, we'll okay. see how it bounces um, back, right? Yeah, yeah, that's big. 
Let's move on. Let's move on. The main, main event, event? right? No, I think we're good. Boom, boom. So in the main event, um, so this was a unanimous decision, but by no means was a boring fight. Amanda Nunes just beating the brakes off of Felicia Spencer for five rounds, and she almost tapped her out in the fourth round. Uh, Felicia Spencer got saved by the bell. Uh, guys, I mean, what's next for Amanda Nunes? She's just the goat. Yeah. What's next for Amanda Nunez? I mean, it's very simple. What's next for Amanda Nunez? I think it's time we do the third Valentina fight. In my eyes, people say she's the GOAT. Guys, Valentina beat her the second time, and they gave it to Amanda on some bullshit, on a split decision. That was a clear, that was a clear-cut Valentina win. Well, not clear-cut, but that was a Valentina win. And so... Amanda beat her the first time. I think right now Valentina Shevchenko is the most technical female fighter on the planet. I do not think Amanda Nunez is as technical as her. I think the only thing Amanda Nunez has on Valentina is power. I also will bet money Valentina beats Amanda when they fight. Uh, I know that's crazy. I do. I will bet that. I am so confident in that. I don't think it's the craziest thing though. I know, I know it's not, but at the same yeah. time, I, do, I don't think Valentina will go down all-time better than her, but I think she's taking the third fight. I think that's the clear-cut fight, guys. That's the, Who's the queen? It's Amanda, but is Amanda the queen-queen? She is the queen-queen. <laughs> is Amanda the queen-queen-queen? <laughs> yeah, she's I mean, literally the queen-queen. I, I love everything you're saying except for the fact that, that she won that fight. If it was a split, it was a split, whoever wins. Yeah, 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 I agree I with do that. Like, I do think that that's the next route. I love that fight. Uh, I think that the Amanda that showed up last night without a crazy weight cut looked fucking comfortable. She looked like not even that tired. That yeah, but that Amanda's not fighting Valentina, guys. That's a 145 fight. But but as yeah. as a well-rounded uh, as their their overall skill set, the only thing I see Amanda struggling would be the the long-range kicks to the head and some leg kicks. But Amanda has a really nice way of checking a leg kick while throwing an overhand right at the same time. That, the timing on that thing lands all the time. All the time. And it's the same count as somebody going in for the single leg shot of her lead leg. You know, as soon as it's part of the leg, whether it's with a she uncorks that right hand, and she somehow is so long with it. You know, she throws that right hand like a baseball. It's Dude, that's crazy that she's cleaned out every name. Like, she, the only two fights are Cyborg. Cyborg's a fight that she needs to take one time in her career again because she cleaned out the most decorated female fighter all time. There's still an asterisk. Was that, is that a repeatable action, in my opinion? Because I thought, I think it is, but I thought Cyborg was a little bit emotional in that fight. Um, and I think Valentina, yeah, I think but, those are the but two. What's telling is, what's telling is Cyborg, Cyborg normally would have been the first one to say, let's run it back, and she didn't. She said so. No, no, she did. She did. It was just a, it was, that was the last fight on her UFC. She had one more fight on the UFC deal. It was a murky situation. Oh yeah, that that and she fucking had, let's. Steal yeah, she didn't want it. She didn't want that. She didn't want that. No one wants Amanda Nunes. I mean, who do what do you guys do if you're Amanda? I think if I'm not even lying, I don't know. I want to ask your opinion on this because I saw a tweet. Is there any possibility in our world that a man would fight a woman? Like, would we ever schedule Amanda versus no? Not in UFC, I don't think. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering, like, because it's like to the point where, like, I'm, I'm literally, like, it's literally a problem. What do we do next? What, what does she fight next? Holly Holm, get back so, in it. Misha Tate, get back in it. <laughs> I think, I think for Amanda Nunez right now is the time where you get a good team around you. You put pressure on the UFC yeah. to hook you up with their parent company, right? And you put a good team around you because you say, listen, yeah, I'll fight anybody. Who are you? Who am I gonna fight next? That's your bald ass problem, Dana. That's your fucking problem. I show up. I don't fucking turn out fights. It's not my problem for you to find out who I'm gonna fight next in two weight fucking divisions. What more can I do as an employee to provide avenues for you yes. to find me fights to promote two weight divisions in your company? So, in the meantime, I'm gonna need some Dorito commercials. I'm gonna need a fucking cameo in a show. Hello, commercial. A movie. Let's talk to Brazil. What's the biggest goddamn company that does movies and TV over there? I could do some shit over there because I got a baby coming and a baby mama and a mistress on the side. Is she, does so she have a baby coming? Yeah, man. Her, her wife is pregnant. She was, she was in the octagon, cornering her, pregnant. 
Okay, we gotta get into this. We gotta science. get into this. What do you mean, bro? Science. Science. I don't think we. Well, they got a turkey baster for. Science. It's science. I'm confused. The two women. <laughs> you explain to me the mechanics of that science. I don't get it. I just did. You get a turkey baster. You get your buddy. You get a friend, a male friend to help you out. Just spunk in it, and then you just shit. No, so, I'm not. That's a joke, Cena. That's not how that happens. It's a, it's a, it's a doctor. Hey, we're trying to get there. pregnant. You want to like come over? Yeah, no, like... there's a doctor procedure. It's um artificial insemination. I assume. I don't know for a fact, but one could give the oral sex to the fella and then go down on the lady. That's <laughs> just disgusting, Carlos. <laughs> Let, no, I was, I, was thinking the, I was thinking the same thing. Hey, I graduate college. You learn something new every day. This is something I did not. When you said that, it took me out. I was like, how is she pregnant? How is that even? Well, and right. What a motivating factor for her going into this fight, seeing your pregnant wife and knowing that you're just, you're the queen bitch, right? I mean, Amanda Nunes is queen Dude, bitch. Amanda Nunes she is gets queen bitches bitch. pregnant. She <laughs> fucking fights what everybody. What woke one's going to do when Amanda drops the, the girl that doesn't recover the weight from the pregnancy? For a hot new young girl, and now she. No, she really. I don't happen. think she will. No, no, no. No, she might. They seem very much in love. How dare you? Yeah. I look. I look. How dare you? Situations. I want to see how the wokes handle that shit. Who's the asshole well, now? Because they're both gay. Uh, so. <laughs> speaking of the wokes, right? Why isn't she a huge gay icon? Why isn't Amanda Nunes a huge gay icon? She's Brazilian. She barely speaks English, and she's not marketed that much in them in America. They just yeah, need to market. I guess you're right. Arnold barely spoke English, and as long as he said hasta la vista, baby. Well, guys, guys, at the end of the day, you guys got to understand right now, I think Amanda Nunes' star is right. I think she's entering her prime yeah. right now. I think this yeah. is the prime of her career. I think I hope so. She deserves it, dude. Yeah. She deserves it. Um, but, that's, but that's when I also sometimes wonder with, with, some, of the, uh, with some of the movements that, that occur with, with, with uh, social justice and everything. I think that's a question for the gay and lesbian groups and why they're not championing this woman. Why? Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Because, we, because they want to change the way some of us have our speech patterns and words, meanings, and everything, which is their right to attempt. But didn't you, again, there's another avenue, right? You could be championing this person, but it's not popular, or what? what is, you know, that, that's where my disconnect is. could be a huge role model. She's a huge role model. I don't know how you could deny the fact that she isn't. Um, but here, let's move on. Let's move on. I feel like we've tapped this UFC 250 conversation. She awesome, uh, Beautiful performance. She, I mean, she's the best. Beautiful she's the best. She's just the best. Beautiful five rounds. Also, so many, no so, so many loud strikes too, man. Oh my God, that Aspen. Jesus. She, she's the toughest woman I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I, I, I can't believe she took some of that punishment. I wish she uh, Felicia, not Aspen. Uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, Felicia. Yeah, you said Aspen. Yeah, no, for sure. Felicia Spencer's one of the toughest women out there, but I mean, what are you going to do when you just run into Amanda Nunes to go? But um, here, let's move on. Let's move on, right? Because in the news recently, right, we, talked, we touched on this last week as well. It was kind of a follow-up, but Dana White, just he can't seem to get people to agree with him, right? We had John Jones retire live on the show with it, uh, live on the show last week. And now Conor McGregor has retired yeah, for what, the third problem. time. I have a serious problem with that statement you just said. You can said I Dana White can't get people to agree with him. Bro, can you stop throwing shade at this man? Like, no. Yeah, but that's an actor. He can't no. get his fighters that was, to You said that on purpose. No, the correct statement was a bunch of fighters are causing problems for the UFC right now. Not him specifically. True. Okay. Let's just not slander the man that's getting slandered from everywhere when he's trying to put on a show for... He's trying to save this sport and everybody... And I get... Go ahead, Andrew. I'm getting pissed. This is my... I, I, I'm Dana's guy. Go ahead. I'll, I'll butt my tongue right well, now. I mean, so we have Jorge who is out here tweeting, release me from my contract. Fuck I'm Jorge. getting forced into sign horrible contracts. ESPN, I'll go straight to you. Uh, Connor's retiring again. I don't mind that. I mean, how many times is a guy gonna retire? You got Connor's done. Mean Connor's done. We could just Connor's done. You think? You think he's legitimately Connor's done? done? Connor's done. I will never see him fight again. When's I... the last time Connor won a fight again? Like four years ago? January, bro. Cowboy. <laughs> he'd be he'd be cowboy. No, he'd be cowboy. But guys, guys, that cowboy's not cowboy's not Habib, not a contender. Like that was a good easy fight for him. Like he's done. Oh, um. So do you think there's legs to this Conor McGregor Anderson Silva fight? Yeah, I mean that, that was something we were uh, there. That is a, that is a possibility. So, <laughs> so the follow up from that, um, Anderson Silva released the video. I don't know if you guys saw it today, but uh, 
It was like two days ago, okay. maybe three days ago. But um, on the Twitter. Well, it wasn't an Anderson Silva release video. It was a yeah, Chelsea release video. Oh, of course. And Chelsea got a message from Anderson Silva specifically talking about the Conor McGregor fight, and they're very cordial to each other. They seem like Anderson and Chelsea are friends. Um, <laughs> kind of just going back to that conversation from last week, Cena, when you were talking about two how they were bitter rivals who hated each other. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Which is just maybe at a time they, that was true, but I don't think it's true yeah. now. Make uh, sure to rub it in. You didn't get that last extra point in there, Andrew. Make sure okay. to rub it in. <laughs> Go um, on. But yeah, so I mean, right? Anderson wants to fight. Connor wants to fight. It seems like the UFC isn't willing to pay Connor the amount of money he's asking for, right? Well, that seems to be the issue. It's not willing. I, I'm sorry, I have to interject there. It's not willing. Sure. Go ahead. It's a reality that whatever paid, it's not worth it for that opponent. That opponent is an old guy. I like it because I'm an old guy and I've been watching these fucking fights forever. Right. But but that's not a that is not a competitive fight that advances that has any rankings or towards a title. So from that standpoint of view, it's a risk promoting that fight if it flops. And if it flops, Connor doesn't give back a percentage of his fucking purse. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, dude. Like I mean That's a really good you point. Know what I mean, that's that's what I mean is that we're so goddamn extremists in, in our side taking these days. You know what I no, mean? That, that's very true. That's very true. There's no empathy, yeah. no self awareness. I want to ask both of you something. Did you guys watch you? I'm sure both of you watched Dana White's response to these three fighters. Yes, yes. I love it. Yes. Okay, thank you. Did you guys not? I yeah. thought it was classy. I thought, like, listen, you, you're, three of your biggest stars are saying fuck you, and you're like, I just care about their safety and well being. Make sure they're good. If they don't want to fight, I'm not going to force them. Really quickly, Listen, go ahead. People have to learn their own way. I, I, I go, it's part of every business, right? Part of what I do, which I don't do for a lot of people, but I sell video surveillance systems for commercial applications, right? Mm -hmm. So I sell these cameras from Panasonic. Now, they're expensive. So oftentimes, a small business owner will call and say, hey, I want to get a camera system. I'll give them a quote for the fucking camera system. And they think they're too expensive. That what they don't realize is that installing a $200 camera costs the same as installing a $50 camera from Fry's. Right. So then some piece of shit comes and undercuts me for that business and sells a $1,500 system for fries. And he sells it for 4,000 compared to my $20,000 bid. That guy's happy for 15 minutes. By the time he realizes those cameras are bullshit, I have to come back and tell him that they use different wiring from a quality camera and that I have to still charge him to replace his cameras. Well, it would have cost him the same for me to install the more expensive cameras, but they don't get to that point. Because some people are just obsessed with the fact that, well, that seems too expensive at first. It's the same thing with these guys, dude. It's the same thing with – sometimes there's fights that Conor McGregor's fee is worth it for the UFC. For instance, if they did Nate Diaz again, guarantee you they fucking do crazy business on that fight, right? That fight sells itself. So then you pay Conor what Conor wants. But Conor just had, like you called it, Cena, an easy fight with Cowboy, right? Relatively, I mean, he dispatched him very quickly. So that was an easy night for him, made a ton of money. And now he seems to think that he would have another easy night with, with, with Anderson. I think maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. But from the business standpoint of view, that is not a guaranteed gangbuster sale for the UFC. And right now, aside from delivering product to the, U, to the ESPN, which they are contractually bound to do, and they're desperate for it, they also, if they're going to do a mega fight and put all that money into a worldwide promotion and all that, they need to know with a little more certainty that they're going to get that money back. And that matchup is... I think, I, think that, oh, I, think they, I think they could probably get that money back on the Silva fight, to be honest with you. That would be a nostalgic... I don't know if it'd be big. They don't have the gate right now. Maybe the they don't have fans. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. And, and that makes the risk higher. I agree. So, so in this case, I think I have no problem with Conor McGregor doing what he does. I think he's redefined the sport, and he's earned the right to control every situation in UFC over every fighter. John Jones, whoever it is, Conor's done more for the sport. Outside of the octagon, in terms of the UFC, he is the go. So you respect him as such in the business world of the UFC. So I have no problem with him. Yeah. John Jones yep. is the actual GOAT. So I have no problem with him. And actually, I do think he deserves $30 million. I do. I Guys, I, I would pay him that money. Because guess what? I do think Ngannou versus Jones would change the direction of the UFC. It would. Probably. So, and then for Jorge Masvidal. I think John Jones is being short-sighted there. I, uh, I, I agree. earn... You have to earn your value as a heavyweight. I, I, he has not done that yet. I agree. To... I agree. I agree. But you don't think it's dangerous fighting in Ganu, Carlos? Fun. 
When yes, but when Michael Jordan went to baseball, did they just put him in the fucking major leagues and let him fucking start? That's not the same comparison though. That's not no, the same comparison. That's two different sports. John hasn't earned. That's it. two different sports though. Yeah, but Michael Jordan. Hey, Michael Jordan. Hey, Michael Jordan was still getting paid his NBA salary on the White Sox. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is that you have to still start somewhat at the bottom, not at the bottom, bottom. But it's a different division. It's a, again, it's a different conversation. I, I so for this time, I just think he's been so underpaid. Like, there's really like he is the greatest talent. Like, just give him this. If he's gonna offer you the opportunity for this fight, give him the money for this one fight. Then we could do. Now, in terms of Jorge Masvidal, that's fair, also, Carlos, because I see where you're coming from. You need to sell. I, I, I fully seal you and see you, and I, your value is a heavyweight. Whatever you want to say, I agree. I always take the side of the businessman, but. In the sense of Jorge Masvidal, you're talking about a guy that just won a three-fight winning streak. Darren Till was his best win. That was beautiful. Ben Askren was a joke, and so was Nate Diaz. Ben Askren was a joke, guys. So I mean, I think I think Masvidal. I disagree. If Masvidal was my brother, I would say, dude, this is kind of <laughs> fucked up that you're trying to fucking strong arm your bosses. Yeah, six after after ago, they made you a star. Six years ago, six years ago, they could have fired you, buddy. They could have fucking fired your ass. Wow, so good I point. Think, I think Damn. right now he should be happy. He was given the platform to, and he rose to the occasion, like you said. I think those three fights are amazing. I don't devalue any of his last three fights, dude. He's a superstar in my book, but as a man, he should live up to his agreement. That's okay. just what I think. That's you know, the one fight. That's the one I'm like, dude. You're just really attacked. like you don't have to strong arm yeah. him. Yeah, with John Jones, I think both are being short sighted. I think he should not be expected by the UFC automatically to fight for the same fee. And I think it's presumptuous on his end to, th to, as to assume he's already a champ at a division he's never fought at. You know what I mean? So what I think is they should pay him a, they should pay him a new deal for heavyweight. And once you're fighting for the title at heavyweight, then that's when all bets are off. You give that man whatever the fuck he wants because that fight is guaranteed to fucking eclipse boxing and eclipse anything else. Two division champ this day and age, and now you're talking about the, a heavyweight division that is truly worldwide, right? Because Ngannou is from one place. I mean, I, I like that. And that's why I like your boy uh, Juan, because I think he's in a division where there's still room for growth. There's a lot of gaps in talent. You know, if he gets if he gets it back together, there's 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 some. I definitely hold on. I definitely think you pay John more for Ngannou than any other fight. That's my only thing is. Yeah, but you don't pay. But he doesn't get to demand. He can well, demand. Uh, why? Why not? Why not? He's the goat. He hasn't earned it. He hasn't earned listen, it. <laughs> listen, listen. If you fucking if you drive Formula One cars, you don't get to demand money when you decide to switch to motocross. What if you what if you win the championship every year? Sports. Yeah. NASCAR. If you drive fucking NASCAR, you don't demand shit in a European race. Bro, I mean, I think John Jones demands it. I think John Jones should has earned the right to demand everything from the UFC. I I disagree. How? I think that you because he has no body of work. I need to see body, body of, of work. Body of work, my friend. Not a heavyweight. Not a heavyweight. Doesn't matter. Not a heavyweight. You're it not gonna. Doesn't matter. I think it's in between. I think it's in between, guys. I think. Yeah, Andrew, shed some light on this. I just, because like, I, I asshole at a company going, I could do that job. Well, you haven't done it. Yeah, but I could. Yeah, but, but he's being, he's being heavy. It's a different analogy, though. Again, I think these are all poor analogies because this is all within the same sport, and the only difference is 25 pounds. Yeah. No, sir. Some of those fucks are 265. That's sure, not 25 sure. pounds. You're, ah, well, you're talking, about a, divisions, you're talking about a 245 pound John, though. There's 60 pound range from the division where he reigns sure. supreme. There's 60 more pounds in I range. I agree. He's right there. Carlos is right there. I think Carlos brought up no a great point. Competing with that range of 60 extra pounds. I agree there. Sure, but I think what he's done at light heavyweight gives him some credits to move up to heavyweight with a good assumption of what he can do. Follow up, though. I think you made a great point, Carlos, right? Because I'm not necessarily sure you pay him up the wazoo for this Francis Ngannou fight. I think that's a very good point because. What happens with the next fight, right? The next championship fight after the Francis Ngannou fight? Hey, you're going to have to double that amount on top of what... You're going to have to double the double the amount that you didn't want to pay him for Francis? That doesn't make necessarily sense. So, I don't know. I, it's, I, I, I like, agree, but he definitely... I wouldn't say he hasn't... He's definitely earned the right... Like, there should be a negotiation. They're both sides should be like, okay, I want to yes. pay you. I want to yes, pay yes. you. You deserve the money. And he should be like, I get you're stressed, but I am, I am the go. 
And by the way, and think, the, the and, and I think that's no. what John said, right? No, John. John did one thirty mil off the off the bat. I will say that. But 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 one of the tweets that I saw is that he wasn't even being specific at first about what he wanted. That they just shut the conversation down from initiating. So I think that in that sense, I do side with John. It's like you don't expect them to just open up their legs, but <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't even want to have a conversation. And that's a bullying tactic, you know what I mean? Of like, sure. kind of like shutting the door in his face before they even fucking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's, that's, I, I, I really, I understand that, I guess, you know? And even with his tweets, right? Even if he does end up walking away and let John and whatever doing their thing, right? As he said, um, because in those tweets, he talked about how he'll just sit out until 2021 and fight Izzy in Raider Stadium. Uh, hello, that's like a year from now. That's really not that long of him sitting out. That's not really in yeah, terms of Yeah, that's nothing new for John Jones. <laughs> not only that, right? If he drops the belt, if he drops the belt and lets Jan and Dom fight for it, what's the mystique of him kind of going down to middleweight? Or is he coming up to fight him? Is he not going to want to fight him? He's on the belt. Uh, I, think, I, think, it, I, think, I think it's. I, I think it's more so like, and I, I don't really. I'm not too high on that Izzy John fight anymore as I was before. I don't really think there's much hype. There's nothing that much. I mean, I would love to see it. I don't think that's really a, sure. hard, a hard matchup. Uh, I do think I've said this earlier. I think the best light heavyweight on the planet is Dominic Reyes over John. Me personally, I think John's better against more guys. I think, but Dominic Reyes is going to beat him when they fight again, and he's going to beat him the third time if they fought again. I don't think John will ever beat Dominic Reyes like ever. Um, but Guys, I kind of agree. I, do you think he's actually retiring, or do you think this is a negotiation no. tactic? Uh, Andrew, let me repeat uh, no. that. Negotiating. Did, guys, did you not hear him say, there's nothing left for me? Why would I risk my life against these strong fighters with the chance of me losing? You don't think? There's only two fights left for him, heavyweight and Izzy. And if he's not yeah. getting either, you think he's staying on the UFC roster? Yes. Because do you think he's going to stay out of trouble until the easy fight that he thinks is going to happen happens? I think there's I a think, good chance. Hey, I, guys. Don't think he can, I don't think he can stay out of trouble for that long. And that's the one thing that Mr. Jones forgets. The UFC has been the most cooperative and enabling boss you could ever yeah. have to be a piece of shit outside Dude, of Dude, you're so right All there. Right? <laughs> That's okay. They, they're on your side, dum-dum. If you weren't John Jones heavyweight champion of the world, we'd be talking about John Jones, the victim of Albuquerque Police Department beatings, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not... I don't think anybody's beating John Jones. No, I get what you're saying, though. Hey, 10 of them can take him. 10 of them could. <laughs> and you would need at least... Um, and the more here, I feel like... I feel like there's a good place to end it, that yeah. conversation. I and, mean, like, let's... Real quick, I, we're not going to get super deep into it, because honestly, next week's UFC card... Um, hold, hold on one second before that. I was going to say one yeah, more thing sorry. About, with Connor. Connor... Dana's perfectly handling that because the bottom line is if Connor ever wants to fight, Connor, the fighter, who's a great businessman, needs to come back to the UFC knowing that the value of Connor, the fighter, as a fighter does not entice fighters. Therefore, it makes him harder to promote and he's going to have to fight a motherfucker for whatever money. I think the days of Connor demanding a whole lot in MMA are dwindling because of the last fight he had with Cowboy, and the only fight he seems to be pushing for. None of those, you know, the Cowboy fight, like you said, was fast and everything. The rest of it seems to be like, uh, it's not going to be very relevant unless he's going for a real fight that people want to see him fight. And uh, with a losing record in both his divisions yeah, and everything, it's... I think that's the way that I would handle him too. You know, Connor wants to retire, let him retire. If he ever wants to fight, he has to come back and want it. We're not going to fucking chase him. You know what I mean? Plus, there's some... Good I think that's a good point. Up. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Featherweight, lightweight, they're all dynamite divisions. Um, obviously, we all want to see Conor McGregor fight, okay. but yeah, obviously, we want to see him fight. UFC's more exciting when he fights, but I, I agree. I think Dana White's handling it very well, so I'll give him props. I know I, I come and slander Dana White on the show a lot, but you got to give it up when he's seems to be doing the right thing, and he seems to be handling Conor's situation well. So, to move on to this next card next week, real quick, the main event, Jessica I, Cynthia Calvillo, whatever. I'm going to watch it, because there'll be nothing on. Now I got to flip. Fuck Dana White for this card. This is a <laughs> card. This is a card that is, there's regional shows in the Midwest at a fucking Vernon administration hall that could put on a better fucking car than this shit. This is, 
He not right now. Not right now that they couldn't. Fighters, he had fired. Yeah, not right now they couldn't. Because of losing record. Not right now they couldn't. I don't know. If they, I, hey, listen, I commend him. I actually agree with you. Just, the, yeah. I agree with you. There's no point in putting out a watered-down product. You take know? a week off, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the week off and save these they fights. They can't, though. They can't. They can't. They can't. ESPN contract. It's literally They're required, so this is the result. At, at the end of the day, I do have to say that I kind I admire him so much for what he's doing right now. Good or bad card. The fact That's called... That's the definition of life fucking you and you putting... One one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Yep. No, I don't. I, I think this card is disrespect to all the fans that have stuck to him. And we pay the fucking pay per view increases when you need to pay more money for ESPN <laughs> and all that bullshit. And we're still holding on to our UFC Fight Pass fucking membership to watch three goddamn prelims because we like Evan Dunham. The least you can do, you son of a bitch, is not give us this. Bullshit cards. Jessica I has one of the most goddamn pathetic records in the history of the women's division. What's next? Angela Magadna is making her return and she's going to headline? Come she on, man. Say the name. This, is some, Let's... this is some ridiculous, ridiculous shit. This card. Keep it coming. Be... Let it out. No, I disagree. Hey, at least we have a card. What's the NFL doing? I don't see any NFL games on. I don't see any NBA games on. Give me these sports. I've learned one thing. I, I so I agree. I agree with that, Cena, for sure. I give Dana White credit for p- keeping to the contract that he required to. And mind you, we interviewed our coach on this show, both of you. <laughs> right after her loss to Valentina, too. <laughs> we did. That was actually well, that's true. All right, let's end this though. I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting restless. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get the fuck out of here. So, that is it for Extra MMA episode number 40. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Extra Athletics. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Andrew underscore The Hut with two T's. You can find Carlos on Instagram at T2MMA, Wolfchild on Instagram at Wolfchild1980 on Twitter. You can follow Cena on Twitter at Extra Cena on Instagram at Extra Period Cena. And Extra Athletics. Remember... Oh, and on Instagram, at Extra That's Athletics. I already hit that one at the beginning. I hit that one at the very beginning. That was the first. You're good. You're good, baby. Uh, so remember, if you're just listening to the audio, make sure to follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. That helps us so much. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. The channel is Extra Athletics. Yes. Like the video, leave a comment, hit the bell so you're notified every time we drop a video. Like, we've been doing these fighter interviews in the middle of the week, so you might get a surprise fight interview yeah, every you're once You're getting in a while. another one this week. Boom. So if you've been watching live on Twitch, hey, thanks. I think I saw Fart Knight in here at the beginning of the stream, but we didn't acknowledge him, so he probably left, thankfully. So we appreciate you hanging out with us, unless your name's Fart Knight. Uh, come hang out with us on the show, live on Twitch, every Sunday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Twitch channel is twitch.tv, Cena. Follow the channel, drop a subscription, give us your $5, tell a friend. Hey, if you tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, we're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's it. Extra MMA, another week, another dollar. Peace.